allow me to share just a few words as a charge to our current youth ministry. In many ways, the last year and few months have been seen as a time of division, disconnection, and disillusion. The divisions by political and belief or affiliation have become much clearer for many of us. The disconnections from social distancing and quarantining have been difficult. And the disillusion of a seemingly never-ending virus that's still spreading and still haunting us today. This context is not unlike the context of the disciples in Acts chapter 2. After witnessing Jesus choose the least desirable people, after witnessing Jesus challenge oppressive systems and change lives and charge them with doing even more than he did, Jesus departed. And they too saw more clearly the political divisions of their day. They too felt disconnected from one another without Jesus as their glue. They too felt disillusioned to see all the good that Jesus did and their world still full of evil haunting them. But Jesus promised there would be a Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit would lead them to connect in new ways. Who better to exemplify the presence of the Holy Spirit than by our very own youth ministry? That's right. I believe that these youth embody the Holy Spirit found in Acts 2, just as the Holy Spirit uh, addressed the division, disconnection, and disillusion, our youth do so as well. You may be wondering, how so? Allow me to briefly tell you as a way to remind the adults and our youth how special they really are. First, the Holy Spirit functions no matter who you are, and the youth embrace that as well. In the text, the Holy Spirit arrives as the author writes, and as a mighty rushing wind filled the entire house where the disciples were gathered. The author writes that they all were filled with the Holy Spirit. Not some, not a few, but all. The Holy Spirit didn't have time to discriminate and divide, and thankfully neither do our youth. Let me be clear, in general, our world does a terrible job of taking people as they are, as the Creator fashioned them to be. But if anyone operates closer to the Holy Spirit's acceptance of all people as worthy, it is our youth. While our adults are still misgendering and dead naming and teaching colorblindness, youth are more likely and the most likely to ask for your pronouns, to affirm your identities, and acknowledge the racial inequities present in our society. That's how they came up with this theme around the world for our Youth Sunday. Because they know the world is made up of more than their divided individual parts. Because they know God is bigger than the things that divide us, this church, this community, and this nation. I thank God for our youth for exemplifying the Holy Spirit by respecting and affirming people as they are, as God made them. I thank God for our youth recognizing that there are bigger fish to fry and other work that must be done. Secondly, The Holy Spirit operates around the world, and youth have that same capability through technology. 
The author writes about this dramatic introduction of the Holy Spirit, and some believe it was a one-time, one-place event. However, I believe this second wind of God was not restricted by place, and the Holy Spirit reaches all corners of the earth. And if anyone knows how to reach all corners of the earth, everyone in society, it is our youth. While adults are still siloing off to themselves and arguing over inclusivity, our youth are expanding and connecting around the world. While adults are whining about movies that may have a subtitle, on TikTok, you are the odd person out if you don't use captions. I love verse 8 in the text where someone questions, how are they able to understand one another's language? A little further down, another person makes fun of the disciples for speaking different languages. This serves to remind me that while adults are looking confused and flustered and making fun of other people for the ways that they connect, like people in the text, mocking instead of listening and learning, our youth are creating language before our very eyes and ears. From the tech language of VR and AR and AI to the clarifying language of cisgender, non-binary, and they slash them. And some adults are indeed mocking instead of listening and learning, wondering why you, unlike youth, get scammed so easily, often get computer viruses, and don't know how to do much on your own phone without the youth. While adults often use language to further disconnect us from one another, our youth have created and used language just like the Holy Spirit to connect with more people around the world. Whether it's through tech like social media, online translations, or even accessibility tools, or it's by being open to learning and actively trying to connect with the marginalized, I thank God for our youth. And last but not least, the Holy Spirit continually moves us forward and the youth push us forward. Although we call the text the Book of Acts, the title from since around the second century is the Acts of the Apostles. In other words, the entire book serves to report what the apostles were up to after Pentecost, after the Holy Spirit's arrival. Focusing primarily on the birth of the church or the conversion of Gentiles and establishing churches around the world. This was all due to the influence of the Holy Spirit. Thus, in many ways, it is the Holy Spirit that pushed our faith forward and took the gospel message beyond its Jewish roots. That being said, I believe that today the church can still move forward, but not without the push from our youth. If we're honest, it's easy to feel disillusioned and hopeless. But hopefully, seeing our youth today and any day will replace your disillusion with delight, your cynicism with satisfaction, and replace your bleak outlook with blissful hope. Know that like the Holy Spirit, this youth ministry is already pushing me forward, can push this church forward, and can push our world ever forward. How sad it would have been for the disciples to experience the Holy Spirit one time and think, well, that was very nice. 
Instead, we have a Holy Spirit that continually pushes us forward. And if we take the time to listen, we'll recognize that our youth continually push us forward. Let me close on this. If you recognize that you're having an issue with me making a comparison between our youth and the Holy Spirit or feel that it somehow denigrates the Holy Spirit to compare it to youth, I invite you to check yourself and re-examine how you view our youth because it's showing how little you think of our youth. While you wrestle with that, as for myself and this youth ministry, we have work to do. And I'm charging you to join in with us in reuniting, reconnecting, and revitalizing. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. Thank you, seniors and youth, for allowing me to share this moment with you today. Many of you may not know that I started volunteering with our youth group back in 2013. And it had only been a few Sundays when Chrissy asked me if I wanted to be a chaperone at Canuga. Unsure of what that was, I jumped at the opportunity to spend the weekend in the mountains. So I said yes. I remember loading the bus in the front of the church and a couple of youth coming up to me and asking me, oh, you're going to Canuga? I thought to myself, what have I gotten myself into? But now I am thankful that I made that trip. Saturdays at Canugas always include free time to play basketball, hang in the dorms, or simply take a nap. On my very first experience, I was asked to go hiking with a group of youth. We met in front of Perry Pavilion to embark on our journey. There were six youth and three chaperones. We started out walking and we were laughing and joking, talking about the things in the woods and the animal tracks that we saw. But slowly I began to realize that our hike was getting more difficult. We were navigating through brush and heavy foliage that didn't seem to fit where we were at. We looked around at each other and kind of asked, who knows where we're going? Well, no one. We were lost. We had all been expecting the others to lead and we were lost. We frantically began searching for clues, retracing our steps, trying to go back to figure out where we were until one profound youth said, we should just keep going forward. And so we did. Such a simple idea helped get us back to the trailhead. We figured out where we were and we continued to laugh and joke, tell stories as we hiked back to camp. It was so much fun that the youth began to tell stories of that first hike. It became a tradition at Canuga for Allen Saturday's hikes. Looking back on that experience, it has modeled so much of what my time at Myers Park Baptist Church has been. Our youth group has always been a welcoming and affirming space. And so the first thing that I learned was that sometimes you just have to say yes. You have to be willing to go out there and journey in a place that may seem unknown that may seem foreign. For our seniors, you are getting ready to take that step. For our youth, you take that step every single time you show up. Uncertain about what comes and what is to happen, but I'm so glad that you're there. The second thing that it taught me was that it's not always about the journey, but the people you are with. 
I'm so glad to have been on this journey here at Myers Park Baptist Church with our youth group and the youth that have been over the years. It has helped shape me. It has helped grow me. And I hope that my experiences have helped shape and grow the youth of our church. Our seniors, as you go out in this journey, make sure you surround yourself with the good people, with the people that will pour into you, that will cover you and protect you. This is part of your work that you are able to do. Another thing I learned that sometimes when life gets hard, it can be easy to look back. What if, what could, how should? But the simple answer, just move forward. Just keep doing the good work. Youth, as we embark on this new journey that Tara will lead us on, we will keep doing good work. We will keep showing up every Sunday. We will keep going on trips. We will keep inviting others to be a part of our community. Moving forward is how our community grows. It is how we honor what is in our past and how we continue to move our church forward. Lastly, the thing that I'm reminded most on that trip is that once we got back on our path, we were so happy. We were so excited. In this last year, we have been off the path. We have been uncertain about when and how and what, but I know for sure that our community, that our youth group, when we come back together, we will celebrate together. To celebrate good things in our life, I'm so excited when we get back together that we will continue what we have built. We will continue loving and embracing and celebrating others. My time here at Myers Park Baptist Church has been a meaningful time in my life. I've celebrated milestones, I've laughed, I've cried, we've danced in the sanctuary. We stayed out all night long. We've had a really good time. Our church and our youth community have enriched my life and I'm so thankful for what Myers Park Baptist Church has meant to me and my family. So in closing, as we think about the world around us and our youth share their stories and experiences, our seniors are preparing to embark on a new journey. I'm so excited for you all. And so in true Allen fashion, I'll close with Dr. Seuss. So congratulations are in order. Today is our day. We are off to great places. We're off and away. Amen.